I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. We are here, the Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we're giving our mega church. A tiny family feel. We introduce you to members of our church staff, people from our community. I always think it is a true treat, and it is a true treasure. Well, per huge, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. Profits over profits, Hallie. How are you? I am blessed. How are things going with you, Gray? Hallie, I am just a buzz. I spent the entire weekend with my new lady friend, Jen Hatmaker. <gasps> I'm 
That's so exciting. I, I love know. Jenny Maker. I know, Hatmaker. Anyway, it was just amazing. What did just, you do? Uh, well, she flew me to see another Broadway show. <gasps> yeah, this time it was Waitress. <gasps> How was it? You know, I have no idea. I didn't really get it. But, you know, J-Hat, she loves the Broadway, so I'm into it too. Oh, yeah. J-Hat, is that, a, is that her nickname you have for her? Well, yeah, that's, that's a little nickname I have for her. But actually, you know, apparently now we have one of those couples nicknames on Twitter <gasps> and people are calling us Grey. J and they're also calling us Has Hat. Has Hat? Has Hat, yeah. Has Hat. Yeah, yeah. People keep saying it Has Hat and I'm like, it's Has Hat. It's pronounced Has. That's right. Anyway, it's kind of, you know, we're like a celebrity couple. You are, you're a celebrity. You're in a celebrity couple. It's been a whirlwind, Hallie, and we are taking it slow, you know, because it's good because there's just such complete alignment there. How do you know? Well, I wanted to show you this because I really think this is a God thing. Let me pull it up here. Okay. Um, oh, is that her Instagram? Yeah, this is her Instagram. It's so cool. Okay, I'm going back to this post that she made early in September before we had started dating. Mm-hmm. And she says, quote, Jen, are you ready to start dating? Ooh. And, uh, you know, she goes through this whole thing, which is, you know, um, she's just hanging out. She's got all her kids, five kids. Ooh. And, uh, and she says, when pray tell, am I going to date? I don't have any time to weed through a bunch of malformed, dysfunctional, middle-aged men with unresolved daddy issues. I need one of you to deliver me a fully developed, grown ASS man. These are my demands. She likes to, you know, every now and then she lets a word slip, which I, you know, it's 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 kind of edgy. Uh, she says, number one, he must be my two favorite things, funny and smart. I <gasps> need him you. to match me for wits. I know. I mean, I don't know if I'm funny, but I'm definitely smart. You're and a funny lot of people... and super smart. Okay, thanks You're so much, You're hilarious. Uh, number two, I need receipts from his therapist. Must have already worked his... S-H-I out (laughs) we're old I mean sometimes she I'm I'm kind of working with her on the language but you know I did say I've never been to therapy because I basically don't have issues so that's great number three must be easy I can't do difficult I can't do moody I'm an Enneagram three let's be charming and hilarious together I'm also an Enneagram three well although I did take the Enneagram test and I'm basically a perfect circle of all of them I'm kind of a balance of all of them really Must love fun, number four. That's you. Okay, totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm the most fun. Yeah. Uh, she says, my people come with me. We're a package deal. Totally. Love family. Love every, love love a brother. Love a dad. Haven't met him yet. And she says, number six, I'm not going to your weird mega church. It, I'm, I like Christian guys, but don't be weird. Yeah, well, and I said, guess what? Twin Hills is not weird, so no problem there. Not at all. We're not a weird one. There are some weird ones, I'm sure, but we're like the best one. <laughs> totally. And then she says, please deeply love your work. Check. Your people. Check. Your kids don't have them, so check. And yourself. Check, check. Please be a good tipper, of course. And please be nice to strangers and have your own 401k, which is, I don't, well, I took my whole 401k and I put it in crypto. But yeah, I mean, we're just totally, totally in a line. It's so exciting. It's just a God thing. It was like she was describing you to God. And then God just delivered you right to her on a silver platter. Isn't that amazing? We are having such a good time. Anyway, don't want to jinx it. Knock on wood, uh, and I'll keep praying about it, but I'll I'll keep you updated. Oh, she is so cool. How was your week, Hallie? 
Well, we had a thing come up this week about swearing and cursing. Like you were saying, sometimes she'll drop little naughty words, totally. you know, but not in front of the kids. Uh, yeah. And just to be edgy, like Mark Driscoll or something. Anyway, we had a thing come up with swearing because I almost got in a car accident while I was trying to make a left on Keystone Avenue. Oh, no. Avenue. Oh, yeah. That's such a dangerous intersection. <sighs> and my son, Day, he was in the passenger seat. And when he thought he was about to be smashed by an F-150, who was running a red light. He goes, oh, my God. And oh. and once I knew we were safe, I said, Jay, that was a swear. He and knows it, better. Yeah. It's sinful. And I want you to ask God for forgiveness and I want you to do it right now. And he goes, for what now? And I said, for swearing. Taking the Lord's name in vain, buddy. Uh, yeah. And he goes, mom, what is swearing? And I said, it's using bad words. And he said, so a swear is a bad word. And I says, Yes. And he goes, so what does it mean when someone says, like, I swear I will honor your request? And I was like, oh, that means a promise. And he goes, so not a bad word. And I says, yes. You know, and he goes, so right. a swear is a promise. And I said, yes. And so he said, so a bad swear would be deceiving someone, you know, not saying an arbitrary word. And I said, well, well, yes. And he said, so what are swear words again? And I said, Day, just call them curse words. Just call them curse words, okay, honey. Yeah. Okay, if that's where you're getting hung up on. And Day goes, well, what about when you curse someone, mom? Like, what does that mean to curse someone? And I said, well, it means you're wishing them harm. And he said, so cursing is intending harm to someone. And I said, yes, that's true. And he goes, so then what are these bad words that are off limits and why? If it's not, you know, wishing harm upon someone or breaking a promise, I mean, at this point, are you just kind of wishing you had gotten hit by the F-150 so you could be dealing with that rather than See, all of this stuff? I would stuff? have already been at the pearly gates in the arms of Jesus. And I was trying to like keep my, you know, logical, my, you know, my better, more wise brain than his. And I said, Day, curse words or swear words are vulgar. Okay. That is what we know. Right. And he said, so, but the word itself is arbitrary. Like a word has no intrinsic value. It's just a word. And I says, yes, but it's someone's intention with that word. And he said, oh, okay. So like when you say guns don't shoot people, people shoot people. And I said, yes, exactly. That's exactly it. Right. The way the person uses the word is what makes it good or bad. The words themselves are not intrinsically bad. It's the intention behind them. Like I said, like on The Good Place. I love that TV show with that beautiful blonde haired, blue eyed, white girl, Kristen Bell. Oh, she's the best. She's so pretty. She's and, the best. She's Christian too. And she doesn't swear on that show. At least she, she looks like it. Yeah. She 100% looks Christian and she doesn't swear on the show. Grace, oh, she so, goes, and she's so funny. She's so funny. It's so funny. She goes, mother forker, oh. or she says, son of a bench, oh, or she'll go bull shirt. Oh my goodness. That is so hilarious. <laughs> so I good. I love that. Show. Funny and, that is. and Day was like, okay, so saying gosh instead of God is like Kristen Bell saying, fork me instead of like F me. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and he goes, so can I say those words like that? You know, like, mother forker and stuff and i said no day because i'll be able to tell your intention is to say a bad word which is what makes the word bad so then go fork yourself actually becomes a true bad word and he said so fork can be vulgar and i says yes if you if, you, if i know that you're try trying to say it to hurt me and it would hurt me even if you fake sweared and at this point i see you know i always see him coming and i was ready for it and i said day don't change the subject and get me all caught up in my contrary logic you use the name of the Lord in vain. And that is a big commandment. It's one of the 10 commandments. Totally. 
And he goes, if taking the name of the Lord in vain is saying, oh my God, when someone startles you, that sounds like a victimless crime. If you're saying that the words aren't bad, but it's the intention. And Day said, maybe taking the name of the Lord in vain isn't saying, oh my God, when someone scares you, maybe taking the name of the Lord in vain is what happens when any church or church person uses words to cause harm. Like saying things like love the sin or hate the sin. That's actually using the name of the Lord in vain. Religion that harms people is using the Lord's name in vain. And I said, no day. You can only break that commandment by saying things like Christ's sakes and oh Lord and stuff like that. And I said him straight. And that's the thing about parenting is you have to be consistent. And I have consistently stayed consistent on this one of swearing and cursing. You know, no, you know, no bad language is used in my house. That's right. And when my lady friend Jay Hat uses him, you know, it's like a responsible gun owner. She knows what she's doing with him. Yeah, she knows how to use it. <laughs> Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good and not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Hey, listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Al Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain. Oh, we're trying to well. ascertain? Yes. Okay. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertained. <laughs> this month is wow oh maze why do you say that supercharge it <laughs> so that this promo can remain evergreen i feel like explaining a little bit more in 60 seconds i don't know maybe i don't bring attention to it. assuring people like look if you listen you're gonna get it just give it give it time that's a good promo just listen to it give it time you'll figure it out is this the promo right now isn't it okay i think we got it wherever you get podcasts <laughs> Just like Jesus stores the word of God in our hearts, our guest today runs a God-honoring storage facility here in town. It is CKD. Welcome to the pod. I am so happy to be here. Thanks so much for having me on. A big fan, I gotta say. Uh, and I, you know, 
just to be considered part of the ministry. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. is so awesome. We're big fans of you. That's right. I mean, CKA, I would say that the business that you run here in town is one of the most popular because if you need storage space, I mean, your billboards are everywhere. And uh, I would say a lot of Christians, uh, you know, flock to, to put the stuff in one of your buildings. Tell us a little bit about the, the exciting world of storage. Well, I have been a self-storage manager for nigh on two decades now. Oh. I know. I look young, uh, but... But I started early and it's a calling and it's one of the best things that I've ever done with my life. I, I, I can't imagine living another life because people have stuff. That's right. And people have to have a place to put that stuff. That's right. And when they do need a place to put that stuff, they come to me and I help yep. people. You know, I make people's lives yep. better. I make people's houses decluttered. Uh, totally. That's a calling. Uh-huh. That's a calling yeah. for me. Yeah. And I feel like you're the perfect example of that Bible verse that we are to be in the world, but not of the Mm. world. Like here you are, you're running a business that could be considered secular, you know, like what does, um, you know, me putting my daughter's bedroom set in a storage facility have to do with God? But see, I feel like you're really doing the real work of God because you're ministering to these people who they just think, you know what, we're not using the Mm waterbed. Let's put it in storage. But then you have a voice you have their ear i do and 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 i you know it's not something that my company even mandates but i personal touch that i add i go through everything that people put in the storage i ask them questions Uh about it and i make sure it's the right kind of things that a christian would need to store Uh so for instance you know you mentioned why would i want to store my daughter's a bedroom Uh furniture well the good lord will always deliver us more daughters. <laughs> That's right. We never know when we are done having mm. children. That's right. And so, and I'm encouraging my patrons to have as many children as possible because we need more Christians in this right? world. We need See, more Christians in this and, world. And what, what does that really look like when you've got someone and you're kind of in the storage facility and maybe they're not responding to the to the word that you, you, you're saying to them? What are some incentives that you give them to really like help them understand Christ and Jesus specifically? Well, there's the carrot and the stick. There's the carrot and the stick. I always start with the carrot by offering them a carrot, but I always end with a stick. Oh, so you're really that. giving them a real carrot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I keep I keep carrots in the office. I keep carrots in the front office. But I always end with okay. a stick, which is when I pull out the contract that they signed. Now, not even mandated by my company. My company doesn't even know that I do it. But I always sign a Christian behavior clause right into that contract. And people are so eager to dump their stuff, they just sign, 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 sign. And so they look at this and they say, a Christian behavior clause? Well, I guess, are the things that I'm storing for the Lord? Or are the things that I'm storing for me? And if they're for you, that's something that you can take to a different storage facility because it's not welcome in our space. Ah, I love that. I mean, Jesus Mm -hmm, did say mm -hmm. give everything you have to the poor, but for those of us who can't really do that right now, I think we really do need to take that stuff and give it to someone who knows that it it is Christian stuff uh, for safekeeping. I think that's a great idea. Would would Jesus have thrown something away? No. Mm -hmm. He handed out the baskets Mm -hmm. He duplicated the fish mm-hmm. and the loaves. He wanted more. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was never getting rid of stuff. That's right. That's that's one of the least Christian things you can yeah. do. I would highly doubt Marie Kondo knows Christ. Goodness gracious. Mm-mm. You can tell she's trying to get rid of stuff. And you're right. Jesus multiplies stuff. Now, does mm-hmm. it greet? What, is, what does Marie Kondo say? Does this spark joy? Oh, oh. Where else are there sparks? Right. Hell? See? Right. See? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's I love right. That. Where there's sparks. If that's not the work of the devil, if that's not the work of the devil, I don't know what. What are is. examples of Christian items that you would store, but then also non-Christian items? So I, I believe truly in my heart of hearts. Every item can be a Christian oh, item. Oh. You mentioned a waterbed yeah. earlier. Someone wants to store a waterbed, well, that could that could easily fall into the work of a non-Christian oh. item. I mean, as we all know, beds are for procreation and sleep. A waterbed sounds like a little too much fun to me, but what's a waterbed full of? Water. Mm. What do we need water for? Baptism. Baptisms. What, what is a waterbed except a large baptismal font that someone can put in their storage for an indefinite period of time unless they do not pay for 30, 60, or 90 days, in which place we will have a storage auction. Oh, that is awesome. I remember, you know, one time my kids were doing a, a skit, and uh, they used a waterbed to kind of, kind of show Jesus when he pulled Peter out of the boat, and they, he said, you know, mm-hmm. walk on the water with me, and it looked awesome when he was walking across the waterbed. It really looked real. So, yeah, baptism, also good, funny skits. Yeah. I had a person who tried to store a bunch of garbage bags in my storage facility. Now, there's nothing wrong with storing garbage bags. Sometimes that is the most effective way to get stuff like clothes into a storage mm-hmm. facility. Maybe a comforter. Could be. It could uh-huh. be anything. Now, I'm helping them move in because that is the Christian thing to do. That's right. Plus, I want to inspect everything that they're putting in the storage facility just to make sure that I feel like it meets my Christian values. And I pick up a garbage bag and what what pops out of the bottom? It totally gives way. What pops out of the bottom? Three handguns. What? Oh, really? Three pistols. Oh, Three pistols. Yeah. Now I look at this person and I say, now, what does a good Christian need uh-huh. with three pistols? Uh-huh. And they looked at me dumbfounded, uh-huh. absolutely flabbergasted. I could tell they were searching for a lie. So I helped them. I offered them a little bit of a carrot. They put that carrot in their mouth hard to chew, okay. a carrot. Right. I mean, they're chewing, they're chewing for quite a while. Okay, literal carrot. I said, well, okay. it's a literal carrot. I do keep carrots in the storage facilities. Oh, Wow. Not just in the office. I keep individual carrots in all the storage facilities as well. Oh, really? Now, as they're chewing that carrot, they say, I say, I, I, I tell them, you might need these guns if you are called upon by the Lord to join his army. Right. Well, yeah. To defend his flock. That's right. That's what Jesus did. He defended his flock uh-huh. as a shepherd would do. Mm-hmm. And who is the best shepherd? Not the shepherd with the stick. Not the shepherd with the carrot, the shepherd with the gun. Wow. Oh, I mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. that imagery. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, a, a, a garbage bag full of three handguns. I mean, that is, I mean, that is surprising. And I'm sure you have also. I've seen everything. Yeah, I'm sure you have all sorts of surprising stuff. I, I can't get surprised anymore because I have seen everything. Oh, I have sure. seen everything. Have you ever seen a human head? Connected or disconnected? I I guess I was thinking disconnected because I, I was watching Storage Wars one time and they found one and I was always like, sure. wow, that's that's interesting. We found three feet. Really? What? Never a head. Was that the same guy with the three guns? Yeah, it, it would be It would be a, a hell of a co- it would be a heck of a coincidence if it was. Oh. And yes, it was. It was the same guy uh, with the three with the three guns as, as the three feet. Really? Wow. Oh, that is just... There are some things where I throw up my hands and I say the Lord works in mysterious ways, but I guarantee he is working today. Because well, the Lord don't take days off. No, and neither a, do I. Yeah. Neither do I. We, just did we are Monday through Sunday. Seven, we do not yep, take days yep, off. Yep, yep, yep. Now, what would you say if I was a gal uh, checking in my stuff into my new storage space and you said, now, what's this here? And I said, well, it's a box of narcotics. And, and if you said, well, what's this, uh, what's this uh, big uh, dress bag here? And I say, well, those are my sexy outfits I wear for men I'm not married to. What would you say? 
Well, I mean, you brought it up. So I would first say, may I talk to your husband? Okay. Because I will. I'll ask politely. Um, and it's not And it's not that I don't think I can deal with a woman. It's that I'd rather deal with a family. Because when you are entering into a storage agreement, you're entering into a covenant. Uh-huh. And a covenant is not just between you know a, a man and the, and the person who is renting the storage facility. It is with a family unit. We want everyone to be on the same page. And in that instance, I would say, the sexy clothing that you like to wear when you're doing your going outs, is this something that has been agreed upon in the marriage? These narcotics, are they for medicinal purposes? Or are they for at least the, 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 the bare minimum, are these narcotics for distribution huh. to those who need narcotics? Because that's, I mean, it's, it's important that we always look out for the needy. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Were you always just interested in storing stuff? I mean, this really seems like a passion of yours. And I just love it when people, you know, you say it, it was your calling. And I just got to imagine that at some point in your life, you just heard God going, you know, I want you to do storage. Great. I'm so glad that you asked me that. Um, I don't really often talk about my past, but I, I did grow up, oh, this is hard to talk about, rich. Uh, I had very, very wealthy parents, oh. and I always had so much stuff, mm. so much stuff. And even when I got new stuff, I never wanted to get rid of my old stuff, Yeah, which was hard for me sure. because sometimes, you know, you don't have room for all of that stuff. Right. And I remember I was five years old, and I looked at my dad, and I said, I will never not have a place for all my stuff. Awesome. What? A, I mean, from the mouth of babes. Yeah. Three decades later, here we are. Wow. I've been doing what I love for 33 years, putting people's stuff in storage. Wow. Now, when you drive by a garage sale or a yard sale, what does that do to you emotionally? I get boiling mad. Oh, uh, sure. That's some, of the, that's some of the most mad I, have, I ever get. And, but I'm a Christian. So when I scream at people... I make sure I'm looking them in the eyes. I make sure I'm screaming at the tallest person present uh, because that is usually the leader or the one in charge. And I'm, I'm laying into them. I'm giving them a piece of my mind because what they're doing is against God and it's sin. Oh, and it's sin. Wow. I have, never, I have never not stopped at a garage sale and I have never not been the last customer at that day's garage sale. Oh. Because when I'm done, the garage sale is over. People are apologizing. We're signing a storage contract. And I'm going to see them next week when they drive all that stuff back over and they store it in my facility. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, and just good business practice, too. I, f- I feel like, you know, you, you're incentivizing people oh, and yeah. not just with the carrots. You're, you're really with your words. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the carrots. To be clear, I don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. The carrots are a big part of what I do. I mean, you really can't throw babies out with bathwater anymore, at least not in Texas. Never throw anything out. Hey, you know, I do also want to just circle back is that... I just think sometimes, Hallie, we think, oh, I grew up poor. My life is hard. But mm-hmm. I hear what I, I hear what um, CKD is saying here. CKD, CKD, yep. CKD. And I do want to get into what that uh, means eventually. But sure. uh, I, I hear what he's saying, which is, you know, growing up rich is also hard. Uh, growing up with a lot of money is also difficult. Mm-hmm. And people forget that sometimes, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. It, trust me. I go through this, it's my burden to carry, but I go through this every day in my life hmm. because I'm still, you know, relatively uh, uh, rich. I live off of my parents' inheritance um, and it's a burden. Yeah. It's just as much of a burden living off of other people's money as it is to go out and work for your money. Is it really? So, I believe I, so. when you work for your money, are you doing it, like, do you, it, are you getting paid or is this just sort of a volunteer idea for you? Everything that I make goes back into my ministry. 
Oh, I love awesome. that. Which is selling storage units. Okay, awesome. so just the business. I but guess. it's also literally a ministry. Okay. Oh. Because once you enter into a service contract with me, that's a covenant, like I said. Awesome. And part of that covenant means that you're going to have to come back to the storage facility from time to time to get your stuff. And if you want to get your stuff, you have to go to church. Awesome. I mm-hmm. love that. That is so cool. We have 20 by 20 climate controlled units that are perfect. We can fit up to 150 people in one of those. And then I do my preaching. I, I let people know, you know, what 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 my work is all about and what storing your stuff is all about and how storing can is actually what? Saving. Uh-huh. What am I doing? I'm saving people's <laughs> souls. Yes. I'm catching them on both ends. Wow, that is truly inspired. It is so cool. I no, I mean I'm I'm no big shot. I don't do what I don't do what you all do. Uh, I would love to. I would love to. I just do what I can do. I just do what CKD can do. Now I, you know, I love that nickname, and I'd love to get to it in a second. But I, I did have one question about, uh, you know, having people in the storage facility. You know, speaking of people that uh, don't have money, I have been reading that people are actually renting out storage facilities to live in because you know the cost of oh, living yeah. is going so crazy right now. Do you ever have that sort of problem with you know poor people? Well, we got tons of people living in here. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We got a little community going in there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's insane what people are charging for rent these days, and I feel that. And that's why you can join my very intentional community. You can worship together. We can pray together. We have enough carrots for everyone. I mean, literal carrots. That's one of the primary sources of nutrition. Carrots got almost everything the body needs in it. But yeah, we have families living in here. We have single people living in here, um, soon to be married. Uh, oh, good, good. <laughs> there is an engagement contract if you are single and you are moving into uh, to the intentional storage community. Um, but I, p- people are happier here than they would be living on the street, than well, they sure. would be uh, you know, chasing an existence that doesn't actually give them any fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Because never throw anything away has to apply to people. Because if it doesn't, what can it apply to? It has to right. apply to people. Right. Never right. throw a person away. Never yeah. throw a person away. Never. Wow. Now, CKD, and, and I know Gray wants to get into your name, your actual name in a second. Sure. Here, but I had a question because I was telling my kids that I was going to be talking to you today, and they said, Mom, will you know that that Broad Ripple self-storage over on Castleton, uh-huh. you know that's where everybody... Um, from the junior high and high school goes to park and you know to do i don't know what they do in the well you know we know what these kids are sure. doing in the back of these cars oh really i've never heard that yeah they're using because y- your storage facility is they can hide out they can you know it's dark back there the, the parking lot's empty at night and mm-hmm. they can go back there and have at each other do you know about that you mean kill each other yeah i mean they're you mean they're killing each other back there well, I, I I think what they're doing is I think they're touching and rubbing oh, 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 okay. and kissing yeah. and hugging and humping. Oh, and, okay. And squeezing. All oh, right. I would have. I think I would have heard about teen murders. Yeah, I mean, I, I, as far as I know, we have a sign in the office that says we have been, you know, four hundred and eighty days without a teen murder. So that's over a year. That's pretty good. And the one that actually, the one that ended up happening, wasn't even all, our fault. It just happened on the premise. I mean, it's a big storage facility, but you're right. I mean, we. So what I had to do, what I had to do, was I had to take out all the street lights in that parking lot. Oh, really? Because the only light that you need is the light from the building. If it's dark in the parking lot, it's going to encourage people to gravitate towards the building. Oh, cool! Free Moths to a flame, uh-huh. exactly. So I had to take those lights out. So yes, the teens are out there in the parking lot, and they are doing um, what it is. You know what it is they do. But it's a lesson because we have glass windows in the building. So I have my congregation. 
We look from the third floor. We look down at the teens in the parking lot. And I tell them, I see that's fornication. That mm. could be a murder. Uh-huh. These are all the things, the reasons why we have to stay here, why we have to stay in the storage facility, why we have to be safe in the storage facility. Uh-huh. Because this is the kind of thing that's going on in the world. That's We're really right. using it as a tool. I love that. Every, everything could be a tool. Including a carrot. Including a carrot. Away. And I'll tell Maybe you what, only a carrot. If one of these boys knocks girls up in the parking lot and while they're necking in the car of your parking lot, well, we will make sure she has that baby. And who knows? Maybe some of the people who are living there would take it off her hands. A lot of the people do. A lot of the people do take those babies. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we have a, we have a lot of babies in here, which is good because we're always ne- we need to grow mm-hmm. the congregation, grow the flock, grow uh-huh. the next generation of storage warriors. I'm sorry. That term just slipped out. That's that's not a term that we use. That's, oh, that's a cool. that's an internal term, but okay. we don't actually we don't float that around everywhere. Okay. Uh, okay. These are just normal people who live in a storage facility and take care of you know the, the babies of the world that the teenagers throw away. I guess I just never considered that at, there at the storage facilities that you run mm-hmm. that you really just got full communities of Christians you know living inside uh, taking care of babies and whatnot. And I hope I really hope that you can bring them here to Twin Hills uh, at some point. I mean, eventually, yes, that's the goal. Jesus had, you know, apostles, and the apostles had disciples. There's a hierarchy to these things. I'm a member of Twin Hills. I love Twin Hills. But my congregation, what is necessary for me to grow my flock is to keep people in the storage facility. Now, they they don't leave. They don't leave. They will leave one day when it is time for all of us to exit together, when the world no longer needs what we have stored, and the world needs to be in store for what we bring. But that day is not yet. That, that, the time, is, the time is, is not nigh. Wow, okay. And about how many people do you have so far living in the storage facility? 350 warriors. Warriors. That is, that is war, uh, there's that term again. No, no, no. We are not storage warriors. That's a, 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 that is an internal term that we just kind of throw around. It doesn't mean anything. We have, uh, I would say, probably close to 700 people. I would say 350 of those warriors are of fighting age and ability. I'm, I'm sorry. They're just a, a normal amount of strength that you would that one would consider to be necessary. Right. When, I mean, you can be that strong just eating carrots all the time. You would be surprised by how strong an orange you can get from just eating carrots all the time. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised. Well, maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth or thoughts in your head. Wow, CKD, this is just fascinating, and I do want to get into that name in a bit. Sure. But one other question that I had, and I noticed sort of the leather cuff that you're wearing, which I thought was really cool, that just yes. says uh, hand-stamped, uh, married, not looking on it, which I think is a cool, is that sort of an alternative uh, wedding ring that you have? So this, <laughs> thank you so much for taking attention to it. This is something that I require everyone to wear. Uh, not exactly uh, a mine, married, not looking, um, but, we, you know, like I said, when you join the flock, uh, you have to work your way up. You have okay. to work your way up from the bottom, depending on who you are. Some people have uh, a little wristbands that say uh, baby just born. Some people have wristbands that say single, engaged, not looking. Uh, not looking is also just part of everyone's wristband. That's the backside oh. of all the wristbands. Oh, because you've already found the truth? Is that it? Exactly. You've either found the truth or you found your partner. Um, but no, no one is looking for anything anymore because they have found what they were looking for as soon as they crossed that threshold into the storage facility. I see. Whether they know it or not. Whether they know it or not. So the first line is just kind of like a title, like I'm a baby, I'm a married guy, and then not looking, it's just everybody. No, no one's looking anymore. You have to look at that every day to remind yourself that your journey is done. 
you are here, you are safe, you are part of what we are building, you're not leaving the storage facility, and all your stuff is with you. That is, that's part of understanding that. That's what not looking means. And how do you work your way up? Well, sometimes, I, like I said, I was born rich, so I kind of started at the top, uh, and then I just sat there. So I'm at the top. I don't oh, I need see. to. Uh, oh, you're saying how do people in the flock work right. their way up? Well, you said that, you know everybody's got different levels or whatnot. How do you kind of working your way up inside the storage facility? Is that I mean, talk, talk about storage wars. I mean, maybe <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, so I mean, it's everybody kind of starts at the first introductory level, whether you're a baby or an unmarried person looking to be engaged. Everybody starts out at the first at the first you know level, um, but the more that you learn, the more that you grow, the more that you help other people, the more that you um, participate and win five combat trials, the more that you become a more vital member of the flock that we are building. Okay, that is so cool. And those wristbands could work on uh, multi levels. Like if you know, do you have anyone who's hard of seeing? You know, with advanced glaucoma or with like uh, you know advanced cataracts, and would their wristband say "blind not looking"? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, we don't currently have anyone in that condition. Not that we wouldn't accept someone in that condition. Okay. Um, but all of the warriors have perfect twenty twenty vision. Some even a little better. There's that. <laughs> I, man, I'm really getting sticky with that term. Uh, perfect 2020 vision. Some have that 1520 where they see things just a little bit closer than they actually are um, because it's just a prerequisite for the activities that we kind of demand of them. And is that just because of the darkness inside the facility that the, the eyes have, have gotten stronger? Oh, yeah. You got to train your eyes. You got to train your eyes. You got to train your spirit. Um, you have to train pretty much all aspects of yourself in order to get to the point that the Lord requires of you. And that's a big part of our conditioning as well. And what does the Lord require of you? <laughs> that's a great question. So eat carrots, throw nothing away, marry as soon as physically possible. Yes. And build. Mm-hmm. Just those four simple things. Those wow. four simple things. That's all. That's really all the Lord requires of you. And I guess the fifth thing is be ready. Oh, yeah. Because there will be a time where you are called. Yeah. But we don't know when that'll be. And it's not now for sure. And you could add walk justly and love mercy. But you know what? I just mostly want to say my hat's off to you because Thank you. having that many people in a storage facility with no plumbing or running water, mm-hmm. I mean, that's got to get challenging. I mean, I can see why you're using that word. These people have got to be tough. <laughs> they're tough. They're tough as nails. They're tough as nails. But uh, they're as meek as snails is what I like to say. So, you know, we, 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 we put on a tough exterior. And if you ever come to the storage facility to rent a unit, you'll, you'll, you'll see. You might feel a little bit intimidated um, because of the monochromatic robes that everyone is wearing um, and just the general shavings uh, are, are, I guess, for some people, you know, a little bit odd to see. You've never seen uh, hairless people before, uh, completely oh, wow. hairless people before. But once you once you really start learning and listening to the message, you start to get it. You start to get it. And it becomes a little less scary and a little less scary until some days you wake up and you're not even screaming. Wow. You know, I guess, uh, you know, just to back us up all the way to the beginning sure. where you said, you know, you signed this contract and you put this clause in at the bottom mm-hmm. about storing 
things that are only approved, you know, for a Christian uh, for a Christian to be storing. I just wonder: is sometimes someone signing up for something maybe that once they realize what they've signed, it's a little bit more, I would just say, you know, engaged or intense than 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 someone just going, "Hey, I've got a bunch of my you know dead grandmother's furniture. I kind of wanted to put it here or something." Yeah, I mean, and that's natural, right? I mean, we all. We all, I feel like, sign up for things that we're not ready to sign up for. But you know what we do? We sign. <laughs> and once we sign, we've made a commitment to ourselves and a commitment to the Lord. And we have to live in that commitment because we have to honor our promises. Because if not, you're a promise breaker. What's a promise breaker? A sinner. Oh, that's right. And what do 350 jacked, bald, orange guys do to sinners? That's a question you have to ask yourself because we can't answer that question for you. But I'll tell you what. Everybody always comes to the same conclusion. Welcome to living in a storage facility. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. Well, I- I'm very happy to inform you, CKD, that I have two uh, units at, at yourself storage. I've got one that's just filled up with AC- old AC units and humidifiers, and I've got one that's filled up with um, stationary bikes and treadmills. Well, uh, I I have to say that once your once your stuff joins the community flock, it no longer necessarily lives completely in your storage. Oh, is that unit. right? So, I mean, for instance, we may have a twenty by sixty room in the storage facility, plugged up to air conditioners and stationary bikes, where people are required to pedal day and night while cooling down to power the entire facility. That may be something that we are doing because. What's the point of putting stuff in there if it's not stuff to be put to use? We are putting everything stored oh, to I'm use. Right, so waste not, want that. not. Yeah, mm-hmm, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, CKD, and I do uh, want to uh, touch touch base on on that name. Always, but, always. You know, something that I really pray for these people that you know have found themselves in maybe this temporary uh, position of living in a storage facility and yeah. you know working out on a stationary bike to power the the facility is that you know eventually mm-hmm. they would grow into a place where they you know can have their own home or their own stuff that then they can you know fill a storage facility with the stuff once they they accumulate accumulate it sure and we and we do and 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 that's the dream right because we're all you know we're all in this for something so we do have select bands of the monks who do go and take homes um we we don't we don't we don't all i mean i'm here we don't all always stay in the storage facility okay uh because we have to you know if if enough people aren't coming in and storing we need resources did you say monks (laughs) did i oh i meant warriors nope i didn't mean either one of them these are just people. They're just people. They're just people who live in a storage facility. They're not warrior monks who invade people's houses and take their goods. Now, CKD, and I know Gray mm-hmm. does want to get to um, the, the, what those initials stand for, but I just... And I came on to talk about that primarily. It, I oh, really? think okay, it's good. really neat because it makes me think of the word cicada because <gasps> I wouldn't know how to spell cicada if my life depended on it. That's okay. one of those words you just got to speak into your phone and then get a look at it and go, wow. But wow. it's almost like what Yahweh is... Um, for Jewish people, where it's just a Y H W H, and it's and then, but if you put it all together, and I think I that's kind of like, like a bit of a wheeze or a sneeze. C-K-D, it's like cicada, cicada. It's like cicada. Cicada is an interesting, uh, an interesting analogy, or or even a metaphor, because what do cicadas do? They go under the ground, and you just don't hear from them for maybe sixteen years. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe our timeline is a little different. Maybe our timeline. Maybe we have. Let's do the math. 13 years before we pop up again. 
But once we pop up, what happens? They make a lot of noise. Yeah, all hell breaks oh, loose. Yeah. Oh yeah, all hell breaks loose. All hell breaks loose for a purpose. But at the end of the summer, what happens to all the cicadas? They're long gone. Yeah, yeah, they. They're long gone. They're just husks. They're just husks. They burn fast and they burn bright. But we don't have to worry about that for another thirteen years. Okay. Yeah. Just husks. Um. Just husks. Yeah. So what does CKD stand for? Christ kills demons. I think we've had enough. CKD was played by JPC, John Patrick Cohen. He's the co-host of Hey Riddle Riddle, a podcast that Greg and I just guested on and had the best possible time. Go check them out and subscribe and follow him at Shark Barkman. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.